morning and we are blessing your name for your grace and for your love thank you lord jesus because you are good father we thank you because you are good to us we now be exalted in the name of jesus thank you father lord we worship you in jesus mighty name we have worshiped and so father we thank you for this morning we give you all the praises we give you all the glory we ask lord jesus that you shower your blessing upon your people thank you because we are ready to bless them bless them again in jesus name thank you father in jesus name we have prayed amen please be still god bless you i want to welcome everybody to this service welcome everybody to this service and i want to thank you for joining uh, all our international audience and land some of them are online right now the lord bless you in the name of jesus thank you for joining big taiwo mrs taiwo sister fk all of you all over the world listening to the message may the lord bless you in jesus name and i want to thank all of you for coming this morning i pray the lord will bless you and surprise you in the name of jesus we're in the month of perfection and I want us to turn our Bible to the book of Genesis chapter 17, verse 1. Genesis chapter 17, verse 1. Maybe I read through 8 so that we understand why perfection is important. Genesis. Are we there? Genesis chapter 17, verses 1. Eight. I'll be very fast this morning, so let's follow. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am Almighty God. Let me tell your neighbor, say, God is Almighty. Say, I worship him. My God is Almighty. Tell that person, say, we do wonderful things in your life today. In the name of Jesus. Okay, verse 2, very quickly, we are going to 8, very quickly. And I will make my covenant between me and you, and we multiply you exceedingly. Turn to your neighbor, say, God will multiply you exceedingly. You will not be small in Jesus' name. Say amen three times. Then Abraham fell on his face and God talked with him, saying, verse 4, verse 4, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. Somebody say another amen. amen. No longer shall your name become Abraham, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. Say, God has made me. You are not saying it well. I will not be small. Turn to your neighbor. Say, God has made me. I will not be small. I will make you exceedingly fruitful. Say, Amen. And I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you. Raise your hands, seven. Say three wonderful Amen to that. Okay, I told the men. At the men's meeting, I said one of the ways to enjoy the glory of God and be perfect is to say amen. Because all the promises of God in Christ Jesus, they are yes and amen in him. Confirmation is Lord, I agree. Amen. Say another amen. Amen. 
and I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendant after you in their generation for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendant after you. See another amen. amen. God will not only be God to me, he will be God to my children. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 8. Also, I give to you and your descendant after you the land in which you are stranger. The land which you are stranger today, God will make you landlord today. Amen. Some of you, some of us, we are stranger in this land, though, and some Oshobo. <laughs> but we have a Moshobo also here. Wherever the feet of your, the sole of your feet shall tread, the Lord will give it to you. Okay, in which you are stranger, all the land of Canaan as an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. May the Lord forever be your God in Jesus' name. You see, anytime we talk about perfection, people think that God is just calling you to something religious that will not bring any blessing. That explains the reason why so many people do not want to go to church. They say God gives rules, it does not give blessing. We just go there and now it's rules, 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 and rules. The Bible says even his rules, they are not grievous. They are just to take you to the blessing. Like Genesis chapter 18, after he promised him here, verse 18 appeared to him. He said, I know Abraham, I surely become a great and a mighty nation. And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed through him. What God is saying is that anytime God invites you to perfection, he's actually inviting you to glory and honor. Perfection, Lily, Ologo, Oni. God's not inviting you for something that uh, at the end of it all, your flesh people will be mocking you. God is inviting you something that you are going to shine. Over showcase any. When God wants to bring to pass the blessing, the promises He made with Father Abraham, He invited him to perfection. Abraham, come on, let's talk. Walk before me and be perfect, be blameless. I will establish my covenant with you. I will not only bless you, I will bless your children. The land in which you are a stranger, I will make you possess it. It's beautiful to work with God with a perfect heart. That's what I'm saying this morning. Psalm chapter 8, verses 4 to 6. Look at Psalm chapter 8, verses 4 to 6. Psalm chapter, what is man that you are mindful of him? The son of man that you visit him. Today God will visit you. For you have made him a little lower than the angels. And you have crowned him with glory and honor. Somebody say God has crowned me. Are you sure you are following? Say God has crowned me with glory and honor. Turn to your neighbor say can't you see? God has crowned me with glory and honor. For you have made him a little lower than the angel, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. Verse 6, you are going to verse 6. You have made him to have dominion over the work of your hand. May the Lord give you dominion. I can't hear you. You see, anytime I see you apologetic, begging, scrapping for food, trying to beg for favor, I feel you don't know who you are. God said he has crowned you with glory and honor. He has made you to have dominion over the work of his hand. To have dominion over the work of your hand. Thou has put all things under his feet. Tell your neighbor, I am in charge. 
If the church knows the glory that God has called us into, all of us, when it's time for church, we will rush to church. But the way we look at church today, we look at church as something that we should pity. Something we should pity. If you come to church, you say, ah, I'm, doing, I'm doing pastor a favor. If you don't come to church, they will ask for me. They will be calling me. I'll switch off. Switch off. It's because you don't know your calling and purpose. He has called you to glory and honor so that you can shine. Have shine your village people and do younger. That's what God has called you to. Christianity is not a religion. It's an abundant life. It's a calling to glory and honor. A calling to glory and honor. And I pray that you are going to shine in Jesus' name. I said, all the life of Father Abraham, he has something to show for his calling. Watch it. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. He called him. He said, I will bless you. You are going to be a blessing. Everyone that blesses you shall be blessed. Anyone that causes you shall be cursed. And fast forward, the Bible says, Abraham departed. He was excited what, what God was about to do. And the Bible says, in Genesis chapter 15, that the land was filled with them. It was so blessed that the land could not contain them. Not their household, the land. It was so blessed. In Genesis chapter 17, again, he said, come, let's make a covenant with you. And in Genesis chapter 18, he blessed him. Genesis 21, he fulfilled his promise. Genesis 24, the Lord has blessed Father Abraham in all things. Genesis 24, verse 25, the Bible is servant say, my servant is blessed in all things and in all ways. That will be your testimony. Amen. Are you hearing me this morning? That is the calling we have received. Nobody should pity me. Nobody should pity me. I'm not preaching so that you can pity me. I form a committee to buy something for me. No. The calling that you have is a calling that is glorious. That is honorable. And God wants all of us that are born again to walk in glory and in honor. That is the calling of perfection. So this morning, I'll be preaching on the topic of title, walking in the glory and honor of the Lord. You have to walk in the glory and the honor of the Lord. How do I walk in glory and honor? Glory and honor all the days of my life. Number one, you have access to God's blessing. It's not enough for you to have the key. It's important for you to know how to open the key of God's blessing. So many people are worshipping God in the house of God, but they don't have access to his blessing. We have a key in my house. God has a way of teaching me little, little things. And I'm happy I'm Elana. A key in my house. Anytime I want to open that key. Because most of the time they open the gate for me. Sister Oboba is there before me. Oh, don't worry. Sister is there. Or oh, mommy is there to open. They will open it easily. But then I don't open it because I'm not used to opening that key. I'll be struggling with it. So I'll call mommy. Come and open this key. One day she said, I will not open the key for you. There is a trick to opening this key. There is a mark at the bottom of the key. When you put one angle beside the mark, the key will open. He said the fact that the key can enter any side does not mean it will open anyway. You have to put a particular angle to a particular point. He said there is a point they put there like a security point. That's what opens it. I said, really? He said, yes. Say, do it yourself. She was in the car. I obey her instruction. Open it the way she asked me to open it. 
boom, the key open. Ever since that time, I have learned that it is not enough for you to have a key. You must know how to even use it with a padlock. Otherwise, the door will not open. God has qualified us to have access into his blessing. You must know which blessing God has qualified you to, to enjoy. You cannot walk in glory if you don't have access to his blessing. Can, you cannot be walking in glory and honor in poverty. You can't be stingy and still have glory and honor. So you have to scale up your level and have access to God's blessing for you to walk in glory and honor. When you walk in glory, even when you go to party, some of you are going for party now, you will not be scrabbling for food. You will not be scrabbling for food. You will be complaining. You will know that your glory must attract the right food. If you go to a party and you are calling an usher, you should not be there. Or maybe they are placing the food above your head. It's because when you refuse to walk in glory, you'll be insulted. And when you are insulted, it shows that you don't have access to God's blessing. When you have access to God's blessing, all the days of your life, you walk in glory. Colossians chapter 1 verse 12 says, God has qualified us into his blessing. So I'm qualified to enter his blessing and his inheritance. Colossians chapter 1 verse 12. Put it there. Colossians 1 12. Colossians 1 12. Are you there? Okay. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partaker of the inheritance of the saint in the light. Say, I'm qualified to be blessed. You can't say it. Turn to anybody say, look at me. God has qualified me to be a blessing. I am not a liability because of my profession, because of my background, because of the way I look. But because of Jesus, I am a partaker of divine inheritance. If you are blessed, I can be blessed too. Come on, shout hallelujah. If this was sinking to you, you will walk into glory. What are the blessings that open the door for you to be, to be blessed? Number one, the keys. How? Presence of God in your life. You carry the presence of God at all times. God is no longer going and coming. God is with you and is in you. And that God that is in you will generate blessing and will generate income. Genesis chapter 39, verse 2 and 3. Joseph was an house boy. Just as some of you are serving somebody here. Maybe you are a civil servant. And your work is not much. Or your pay is not much. Joseph was like that, serving. But the Bible says, the Lord was with Joseph. And he was a successful man. As a slave boy. And he was in the house of the master. He served him. And his master saw the presence of the Lord in him and he made him ruler over everything that he wants. If things begin to work in your hand, very soon you are going to have dominion over everything around you. Do you know there are some women that money multiplies in their hand and their husband will hand over all the money to them? They will say, ever since you enter my life, 
wasteful spending has stopped. And they will even say publicly, my wife is a better manager of my money. I hand everything over to you because I know I will always have money when you keep the boss. It happens. It happens. When things work in your hand, all the time, people will prefer that you manage it. Sometimes back, I don't know whether it's happening now, when you want to make a treasurer, they will say, let us make a Christian a treasurer because number one, they believe one, a Christian will not be stealing. Number two, they think also things which will multiply in their hand. And some of you will be saying, oh, bullet me. That means you are the thief. You are a thief. The presence of God guarantee blessing, multiplication, and increase. In First Samuel chapter 17, beginning from verse 3 to verse 4, David said, the Lord that was with me against the lion and the bear, this same God will fight for me and I will have victory. And he does have victory. It's not just the stone that gave him the victory. It's not just the catapult that gave him victory. Because he was not wearing even the armor for protection. It was the presence of the Lord in his life. And I tell you today, when you are conscious of the presence of the Lord, all the time, you will have access to his blessing at all times. Because God cannot deny himself. Number two things that give you access to his blessing. Remember we are walking in glory and honor. Is access to the gift of faith. Romans chapter 12 verse 3. The Bible says God has given all of us a measure of faith. You can believe God for things. It's not a sin. You wake up in the morning and say, Lord, I'm believing you. This journey is safe. I was traveling to Buwansho tomorrow, uh, yesterday morning, and I said, this journey is safe in Jesus' name. That is my faith. Peaceful. I will return in three hours time. I told my wife, don't worry. Before you get set, I'm back in the house. I'll meet you here. He said, what about the key to the office? I said, it's with me. I will return safely. I said, eh? When I was going, I made a statement of faith. Nothing will delay me. Nothing will disturb me. Nothing will harass me. I will not be involved in an accident. I will return. I'm, as I'm standing before you now, by the end of this year, we will rejoice together. Amen. Some of you don't even have faith to say amen. amen. Nobody will be in the grave. Amen. The Bible says, in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, God has given us a measure of faith. And in Mark chapter 9, verse 23, say, if you can believe, if you can believe, all things are possible. Mark chapter 11, verse 23, also says that, if you have faith, whatever you say will come to pass. So you have access to the gift of faith. Why are you saying you don't have money? You can use your faith to command the blessing of God to be. We wake up in the morning. You begin to prophesy by faith. It is well with me. Say to the righteous, it shall be well with him. He shall hear the fruit of his labor. My being in this town, I will not be a beggar. I will be the fruit of my labor. There's food, rice, bread. Everything we need is in this house because God is on my side. You are exercising the gift of faith to open the door of your blessing. Don't say, You have the gift of faith inside you. And the gift of faith guarantees access. You have the gift of love. The love of God is all over you. Wherever there is love, there must be gifts. Wherever there is love, there must be gifts. God cannot say he loves you. And you don't have gifts. First John chapter 4 verse 16. 
The Bible says we have known, we have believed the love that God has for us. If God loves you, he must bless you. Because Genesis chapter 37 verse 3, Jacob loved Joseph and gave him a coat of many colors. If you are loved, you must be blessed. If I'm loved by the Lord, I must have testimony of his blessing that will make you feel that I'm special. Otherwise, I am not loved. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6 says, God has called us into the beloved of Christ. I am the beloved of Christ. If I'm the beloved of Christ, if I pray, he will answer me. So of you, you put God away and you put God to us. The God of pastor. The God of Babadis. Who is your own God? Who is your own God? I love my children, the way they relate to me. Some things will look big to Tosi. You go to Adilu, tell daddy now. He say, tell daddy for you. Are you not his daughter? Call him and tell him. Call him and tell him yourself. I can't tell daddy for you. And I'll be hearing Adilu voice behind the background. Tell him also you need extra money. Tell him, he's your father. My wife will say, I don't loan tea on my you. Oh my thing was expensive. I don't loan tea. I say the girl is growing to know his rights to me. Radulu, I think I need this. Am I your father? Am I your father? Call your father and tell him. Call your father. Operation, no mercy. When it comes to father, son, child, no mercy. If God be your father and he loves you, he should take care of you. You must walk in glory and honor. Some of you don't even relate with God at all. That's what annoyed me most. You live such a messed up life as if you don't have any God at all. You never need that one day to pray. Do you know even as a pastor, there are sometimes you need that. I say, God, Jesus, just help me. Oh, Jesus, I don't want to be embarrassed. Jesus, let the money come now. Jesus, you know I need it. But what you do is you run to people to help you pray. Nobody likes you more than yourself. Nobody like you must. If you can't pray to him, then he's not your father. You have access to his love. If something is bothering you, talk to him. Talk to him. We hear. Stop complaining loud. You have God that is in heaven. You have a super connection above. You are busy about so many things, yet you are not relating with God at all. You just come to church and look like Mumu. All of us. We are guarding blessing. You never ask for anything special. God is not asking, and you are not bothered. You are not bothered at all. If I be the beloved of God, do this thing for me, and we do it for you. You have access to his love once you give your life to what? To Christ. I've given you three things now. Number one is what? Access to his presence. Access to his what? Access to faith. Gift of faith. Access to what? Access to love. Okay, let me give you the last one. That guarantee blessing. You have access to good news at all time. I love the Bible. That's why I love the Bible. So, yeah, pastor, but you church Lord. Why? Why? When you ask me to send to send the stay, it's because you want them to come to church. Why do I want to come to church? Why do I want you to come to church? Church is a place of good news. Good news make a man happy. Second Corinthians 7 verse 1. They were in famine and they went to the man of God. And the man of God said, By this time tomorrow, there shall be this, there shall be that. And the person in whose hand King Lee said, even if God opens the windows in heaven, God cannot do it. And in verse 9, they say, this is a day of good news. Let us begin to share it. 
Church is a place where you hear good news. If you are not hearing good news, you cannot be happy. Most of the news that you are hearing, they are bad news. That's why you are like that. You don't have faith because you don't have good news. Jesus came to preach good news to the poor. Luke chapter 4 verse 18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach what? Good news. If I hear many good news, you know, you know I, I called Big Taiwo yesterday and Big Taiwo called me back. I don't know. And we spoke at length. He was giving me good news. And I said, you know, you make me happy. But there are some people you call, they complain. complain. Nobody is taking anything from you. The church is a place of good news. And when you hear good news, your faith will be activated. If all you hear is what is happening around you outside the church, you can never be blessed. Because faith comes by hearing. And by hearing the good news. It is when you keep hearing what God is doing, the wonders of God, the blessing of God around, the testimony of others, that your faith is activated. If your ear is blocked to the good news, even though you have access and you are not hearing, your life will be dull. Dull! And you will not be blessed because you are not hearing it. Good news. By this time tomorrow, a bag of flour will be sold for 5,000. A bag of rice for 2,005. He said, where will he come? Even the king does not know what will be the answer to their problem. So don't think the government have the answer to the problem of this country. It is the good news of God that activate the resources of heaven on your side. It is the good news of God. You have access to the blessing of God at all times. Say, I have access to the blessing of God at all times. I cannot be broke. I cannot be poor. I have access to the blessing of God at all times. Same with me, I have access to good news. How many of you have access to good news? I keep hearing good news from the radio of everyone at all times. Because some of you, what you come to church to hear is church gossip. Not good news. What is happening? What is happening? What is happening? You are not hearing the good news from the radio frequency of everyone. You have access to faith. Faith of God is in your heart. You can use it to move mountain. You have access to the love of God at all times. God loves you and he will not love you less than anybody that is blessed. God will not love you less than anyone that is blessed. If you are his child, he loves you the same way. The day I begin to see that God loves me the way he loves other men of God, I begin to have what they have. It's simple. It's the way you perceive about his love that determines the blessing of God in your life. If you make yourself a second class person, that is not my fault. That is you. You are the mumu in church. Me, I'm not second class to God. I need that. I pray to him. He answers me. I'm not praying to show off that I have anointing. No. I'm praying to him for him to give me answer and result. And I get results. I get results. I have joy. He said, eat told you have not asked for anything. Ask until your joy be full. So don't be a foolish man. Ask God to give you more joy. Ask him and he will give it to you. He will give you more. You have access to faith to ask. You also have access to his presence. Wherever you go, you carry the presence of God at all times. And when mountain sees you, they must melt like candle. I am not ordinary. I carry the presence of God. The Lord is with me. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Psalm 23 verse 4, for you are with me. 
Wherever you go this week, the presence of the Lord will manifest there. In the mighty name of Jesus. You know, there are some people that enter a place and the place just light up. The place light up. When I was in Lautech, I wrote a letter that I don't like the table that I'm using. <coughs> and the chair in my office. I said, I wrote to the VC. I said, change my chair, my, my office chair, the table, and my fist touch chair. I don't like it. They are hot. I've been using it ever since I became the mechanic. I wrote. They send it to the director of a physical planning. The one that normally gives a new chair and new table. He look at it and say, what kind of human being is this? Where will the university get money to buy you another table and chair? He wrote back on my letter. The whole table that the provost has used, tell them to release it in the store. I'll give it to you. My secretary brought the reply. See, they wrote this one to me. I said, throw it to the judge. Throw it to the judge. So, my secretary threw it away. I went to the Senate. And I saw the man. He said, ah, Mr. Retuji, you did not ask about the table again. We said, we should. I said, me, to use a used table. I said, I need a brand new table and a brand new chair. I want to change the furniture in my office. You are now writing to me that uh, they should give me the one that somebody has used and the parking store. I said, excuse me, I am more than that. I can't use that table. He looked at me like this. You know, that's the way they look at me when I talk about like, huh? I said, yes, I can't use it. So I walk away. Second week, Tech Fund said they should equip the medical library from the medical librarian's office. They changed that table. They changed the chair. They changed every furniture. I don't have any choice. So I snap it. I put on Facebook. Say, hey, this is humanity against human beings. Oh, see office. See office. When I was activating it by faith, you are not there. And I told them in the office, I said, it's because I'm here that things are happening here. If I leave, this will not happen again. I carry the presence of the Lord that met mountains. Let me prophesy to you. Wherever you go, all obstacles before you will met like candy. The presence of the Lord does not say that trial will not come. But when it comes, they will dissolve. We are not ordinary. In your office, you have challenges. Somebody may hate you. Someone may not like you. But that does not mean the end of everything. It's not everybody that will like you. But the presence of the Lord in your life will command results. They will know that because you are here, it's like something is happening. Something is happening. Can't you see his life? Something is happening. Please see that. Somebody said to me, as you call out the tea or shogo, have you ever tea campus here? The presence of the Lord make things to happen around you. Make things to happen. You are like an angel. Psalm chapter 8, verse 5 and 6. You are mindful of him. You have crowned him with glory and honor. God has crowned you with glory and honor. He has crowned you with glory and honor. You have made him a little lower than the hell of him. You have crowned him with glory and with honor. And you have given him dominion over the work of your hand. You are putting all things under his feet. Wherever you go, all things will be under your feet. As you command, you will see results. Are you saying amen very well? Number one way to walk in glory and honor is to have access to God's blessing. Number two is to have capacity for enlargement. You must not be limited. 
there are so many people that are so limited that they cannot expand and when you don't expand your glory will fade you must have capacity anybody that walk in glory must have capacity for what capacity for enlargement you must not be stationary you must, because i see some people you just go to the office come back from office the same way till you want to retire you are not enlarging and when they now want to retire you you are afraid it's because you have not increased your capacity for you must look at yourself which area can i branch into which other area can i branch into you must be a multi-dimensional being you can't be just a single person without enlargement Isaiah 54 verse 2 Isaiah chapter 54 verse 2 says enlarge the space of your dwelling enlarge Isaiah 54 verse 2 put it there enlarge the place of your dwelling let them stretch out the curtain of your dwellings do not spear lengthen your cord strengthen your stick for you will expand anybody that want to grow that want to enjoy glory must grow you must expand you must expand. Don't be limited in life. Don't talk the same way you used to talk. Don't think the same way you used to think. Look for ways of expanding. Well, uh, don't get yourself in business that cannot expand. Don't do a business. Uh, <laughs> don't despise small beginning. But don't do a business that is limited in scope and expansion. I cannot expand. Do something that has capacity for expansion, like a rubber band, that as you stretch it, it will be expanding. Not a limited mindset. Ask yourself, this thing that I'm doing, is there anything I can join with it that will expand it? Expansion is what brings glory. When people are stagnant, they begin to look for power anyhow. And some of them begin to consult bad things. It's because they are limited. When you have a mindset of expansion and you are expanding so many frontiers, there is no limitation that will stop you. I was talking to one of the workers that came here. I said, is your tell the Lord somebody? They said, within this space of this uh, new government, he has lost 3 billion naira. The man was having 6 billion before. But within this change of government, change of all this issue, he said he lost three billion. I said, but you see him going to the mountain for prayer that the enemy of his father's house are doing. People that have capacity for expansion, they don't think microscopic way. That's because somebody is doing them. He's re-strategizing on what next to do, what business. You know, the business will wait. What other options are available with this new government? They remove subsidy. But when they remove subsidy, they also remove the monopoly of NNPC from importing. And what happened? Five people also went to get license to import. They were not saying, I want to remove subsidy. They said, okay, I'll please see that. How can we now benefit from this? If you remove subsidy, that means there is no more monopoly. Oh yeah, give us license to import. And you know, Rano is saying that when my fuel come next week, my own will be the cheapest. Or that, yes, people, because 
once a challenge come up people that have capacity for expansion they think higher they think higher you must have capacity for expansion as a man thinker so is he don't join people to complain say where can i expand to is there any other frontier that can expand to that's how to be blessed that's how to be blessed don't be limited among your colleagues or the problem that you all that you do all your life is what's called the problem of nigeria discuss it hundred years discussing the problem of nigeria cannot solve your personal problem and even if you travel you still come back to nigeria so you better face it how do i expand to overcome this problem how do i expand joshua chapter 1 verse 8 says the way to expand is by thinking by meditating you don't just be somebody that is just fine face with empty brain fine face empty brain you are not expanding you have to stretch your meditation stretch it until you can accommodate big things look at what it says this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it for then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall have good success one of the way for expansion is by meditation you must meditate on where you are going don't just waste things away you are earning fifty thousand. Fifty thousand is not enough you meditate what can i do don't say it is impossible for anybody to do it one man share a story and i like to share i like story you know share a story that i love to share he said he was driving there was a very big hold up and a policeman came and stopped him and someone said look at the road your car is too big he cannot pass so he stayed there he said one igbo boy a a, a fully smoked india hemp guy came to him and said Oga, i've been observing you since you stay here you sure say your head correct he said ah why he said why you they stay and you don't go he said the policeman that stopped me asked me to stay he said the person that asked you to stay here where is he he said he has gone the person that asked you to stay has gone and you are still staying don't you know you are a fool the man that has you to stay he has left you and you still they stay like mumu he said they also said that my car is big cannot pass this place have you tried him why are you stagnant how have you stagnant? have you tried whether your car can pass or you know go pass you just stay like mumu you don't want to go he said all of a sudden the spirit of god came back on him and said am i not a foolish man i'm the only one that is stagnant here he said he desired to move nobody stopped him and he tried his car his car could pass and that's how he passed away from that old dog and Igbo person told him that why are you stagnant what is stopping you have move you are still stagnant please see that there are so many people what is stopping you the enemy in your father's house they have all died yet you are still not moving you are not moving There is a lion on the road. There is a lion on the road. That's why I'm not doing anything. The lion has been removed. Yes, you still are not going. Ah, they say there is no business that can survive in Nigeria. How many businesses have you tried? How many has failed in your own hand? They say nobody can be trusted. How many people have you trusted that fail you? Ah, nobody is good. How many people have you tried people? 
Have you tried people? Have you tried people? Hey, they will use human being. They just use human being. All these rich people, they I mean, have you tried them? Have they used you? Have they used you? What you have not tried, don't complain about it. Have you tried it? Have you tried those things? He said, until when he tried, I now discovered there is ample space this side, ample space that side, and he passed. He said, the people that invite him to preach, if they know that it's an Igbo person that taught him, they will ask him not to preach again. He said, because some of us are so rigid in one way that we refuse to try new things. Create room to expand. Try things. Try to even move forward. And let's see whether God will follow you or will not follow you. Try to move forward. Don't let us watch some people doing well while you are not doing well. Challenge the status quo. I say, what else can I do that will expand me? What else can I do? Will you forever be a beggar? You have been saying there is no money, there is no money. Will you, will, have you tried to look for ways other people are making money? And ask them. Rajulius went to Lubeja Market. Rent a small shop. Rent a cutting machine. Was he yesterday was telling me he now has a laminating machine. He's doing some publishing. Small shop. In the thick of the market. Anybody can try anything. It is when you try that you know whether it's working or it's not working. Don't fold your hand. Nobody pay me. Pay yourself. Pay yourself. Start something that can pay yourself. Start a, a company or a job on your, on your name or register something and try it. They say nothing is working in this country. How many have you tried that did not work? Have you tried the company? Capacity for enlargement have come by reasoning and meditation. Philemon chapter 1 verse 14. Without your mind will I do nothing. Your mind must be at work for you to walk in glory. Anyone that lost his mind can never enjoy glory. Look at what he says. Philemon, put on Philemon chapter 1 verse 14. For without your mind, I will do nothing so that your profiting will not be as his wealth of necessity. Your mind, your mind, your mind. And most of the brethren, Philemon, not Philippians, Philemon chapter 1 verse 14. Philemon chapter 1 verse 14. Are you there? Quickly. Quickly. Look at what he says. Okay, but without your mind, your consent, I wanted to do nothing. That your good deed might not be by compulsion, as it were, by voluntary. God wants you to cooperate with him. If your brain is not working well, you cannot walk in glory and honor. That is why in any sense, so, anyone that is mad, he don't count the person. He has lost the glory of humanity. <laughs> the prodigal boy, in Luke chapter 6 verse 17, thought about it. You know, it's not that I understand Luke chapter 5 verse 16. If you are working for a rich person, you want to eat of the rich person's dog food. <laughs> Do you know there are some places in this town they will say dog food. I won't mention the eatery. Dog food is partially chicken. Raw like that, they'll buy a whole chicken. They will use that to scrap, scrap, scrap the side. They have not cooked it to scrap, remove the neck. They are using the chicken for meat pie. But the other part, with some fleshy something, they will now say dog food. 500 package. So, I keep on going there. After I buy, I say, my dad, this is me too. 
I keep on going there. They will say, no dog food. I say, ah, these staff people, they started buying this thing themselves. Most of the meat, the meat will be there. And then it was 200 naira per kg. But when they discover so many people are coming to buy that thing, they increase it to 500. And I remember the Podiga boy when he was feeding the swine. Most of the things they call dog food, they were sweet food. <laughs> and there was farming in the land. So as he's feeding the swine, they will be putting some from out. So they now put CCTV camera. Hey! What if you say? So they catch the guy. The Bible says, no one gave him the pig's food. Because the pig's food in that country was a very nice food. And he now came to his senses. Please sit down. It is your senses that will lead you to glory. Nobody enters glory without his mind. It's a deliberate and a determination thing. You have to think it. I don't like my state. I must move up. Then you move up. Not many Christians are thinking. They know how to carry Bible, but they don't use their brain. I'm telling you the truth. Oh. Put on Luke chapter, chapter 15 verse 17. When he came to his senses, he said to himself, how many hired servants in my father's house have enough food to eat and to keep away? <laughs> Excuse me. And I'm now dying of starvation. But when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's higher servant have bread enough and to spare and I perish with hunger? Verse 18, I'll go to my father. He used his mind to create an alternative to expand his income. When you know you are limited where you are working and what you are doing, use your mind to create an expansion. You don't need to steal. You need to create. You are made to create in the likeness of God. Have a capacity for enlargement. Create something that is bigger. What can I add to this? And so many people are adding so many things to the, what they are doing. Do you know that car wash is not an ordinary car wash now? I went to a car wash. Very soon I saw them building something. I said, what are you building? They say, we want to be selling meat. I said, ah, what's the difference between car wash and meat? Say, can't you see that one? He has a meat shop. And car wash, which want to be selling meat. We take the paper. What is the common denominator? Water. Where you have water, you can kick cow. Where you have water, you can wash car. Do you know car wash now is now becoming like a mini hotel? They do barbecue, they serve you newspaper, serve you something while you are washing your car. So tomorrow they will make a, a barber shop in a car wash. While you are washing your car, you barb your hair. They are creating <laughs> expansion around it. You are the only one that is doing only one thing. And you are complaining. You are the only one. Everybody have left you. They have left you. You are the only one. You just walk up and down. Nothing here. Nothing here. Because you refuse to sit down and think, what else can I do to have? Stop complaining. Have capacity for enlargement. Have capacity for enlargement. Capacity for enlargement. That's what brings glory and honor. Acts chapter 17, verse 11. And I will go to the last one. Acts chapter 17, verse 11. Acts chapter 17, verse 11. 
these were more fair-minded. Another one say these were more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness. Search the scripture daily to find out whether those things were so. Why were they better Christian? They were better Christian because they were not only sitting down to take note. They searched the scripture to find its relevance and application on a daily basis. Some of you, you only come to church on Sunday. You never come to Bible again, no. Until another Sunday. You don't even come on Wednesday. I'm a member of Abundant Grace Church. Ah, I go to church. Ah, Grace will follow me. Grace has to follow your empty head. You don't turn to Bible again. You don't do quiet time. You don't consider. Even if somebody preach anybody, you don't read them. You will not check. The only thing you know is just come, sit down, write few things down, drop your daughter at the end of the service and go. If they ask you the content of the verses that we have preached, you don't turn to it. And Paul says, these people are better because they do not only hear the word readily with interest, they go back home and take those Bible verses one by one and find out how to apply it, whether they were true or not. You don't know whether what they are preaching is even lie. That's why the church has turned to a cooperative society. People come, they just listen. As if I say, at the end, stand up and go. They don't go back to those verses and claim it and reclaim it to themselves. And they said an average man in the next one hour will lose 85% of what he has been taught. You begin to lose it and lose it and lose it until it is gone. Except you will plant it in yourself. You take those scriptures personally and read it. So many Christians are born again in Nigeria without glory. They are doing, come and give your life to Christ. Crowd there. Why do we still have so much poverty in Nigeria? Because only very few Christians are thinkers. Only very few Christians know the reason why they are doing what they are doing. Have purpose behind the actions. Only very few Christians. Majority are just follow, follow. They don't even have a reason why they live. And it's easy. Oh, raise your hand to my The enemy in my father's house. The problem of the firstborn. Problem of the second You are ah. Problem that does not exist. They just create it for you. I want to know which of good you have. Which as you listen, reason with your mind. Reason, be intelligent. Even the things that you do, you will discover that you will shine naturally. And the devil will not have anything to do with you. I told I told uh, one of our students some, some month ago in the church they were worshiping. Bratosin's phone was missing. And I said, oh, somebody must have stolen it. But don't worry. The person will return it. And I said, there is, there is no problem. After some time, they find it in one of the ladies' back. I said, I'm not the one that stole it. Oh. Ah, the, the mother I said, don't worry. Just relax. A time will come, she will confess herself. I know. That's how it happened. When you allow a thief to relax, he will confess. Have you not heard in the Bible that the goodness of God turned us to salvation? It brings repentance. Three messages. One will catch you. You come and confess. <laughs> After one message, she came to me. Say, sir, I want to confess. I'm the one that actually stood before. <laughs> I said, I know. I was just waiting for the time you will confess. He said, somebody gave me something when I was young. I was being attacked. 
Somebody is doing me. I said, who is the one that is doing you? He said, the devil. He said, you want the devil to go away? He said, yes, sir. Even they have taken me to a mountain, they have prayed for me. I said, yeah. Give your life to Christ. Death will go away. Light and darkness, they don't stay together. But your willingness from your heart to give your life to Christ must be sincere. Mark my word, though. Mark my word. Because I know some of you say, it's God that does not want to save him. God does not force anybody to salvation. Your salvation will come from your mind. After you have listened to the word, I'm tired of this life. I want to give my life to Christ. Because there are some that are listening to me. They are very stubborn. They will say, it doesn't matter. Let the pastor continue to preach. What I will do is what I will do. God will not force you to change your mind. God will appeal to you. If you change, fine. If you don't change, fine. I pray for her. But I told her one thing. If you don't change, you will be disgraced. I'm a man of God now. I know how God works. God will naturally not want to disgrace you. He will cover you. Give you room for protection. You will do something under. We cover you with blankets. Tell you, my son, repent. I don't want to disgrace you. When God has warned you several times and you refuse, he will now disgrace you. Has any sinner that has been disgraced? This is the same pattern. So I said, are you a changed person? I said, I'm changed. I said, good. Are you sure? I said, I'm changed. I said, yeah. Send her for practical to Jalayemi. She went there. She stole lenses from you. <laughs> she stole so many, about four or five. So they catch her. You know, we are the one that even catch her. One of the students saw her. said, don't see this. I will steal. He we report to the school. They reported to the school. So we said about we find it. I said, thank God I did not catch her. It's we that catch herself. I said, this is a beautiful thing. No? Let's quickly go and tell them that one of our students stole your thing. So, so we drove down. We say we are school that is known with integrity. If we catch him, we expose the thief. Because if they were the one that catch us, na trouble. But if we had one that catch the student, oh, na glory. Oh, so they call a meeting. That's why we love grace. Grace College of Health is a mission school. They don't tolerate nonsense. They now call the girl. Oh, yeah. Is it true? Yes, it's true. Write a confessionary statement. Do everything to confess that you did. She did everything. They gave her time on two weeks. You are sorry. You are sorry. You repented. You stole. You stole. But this is the law. Your practical has finished. But not just Fabau. We will write a letter to the school to tell them. Never must you see your feet in this place again. I said, fantastic. But this letter I will give to her. I will call the mother or the parent. I call the mother. Hello, ma. She had to go Ah. Eh. Eba ma told you. Eh. If you see me. Eh. I told you. I said, let her. I said, let her. I said, let her. I said, let her. You did run for your pecky. They say no more work for her. Why should she be seen here? You want her to get pregnant again on top of stealing. She'll be moving out every morning without doing anything now. You must come and take her. He said, it is the devil. I said, your daughter also loved devil. Because when I introduced her to Jesus, she refused. She was in the church one day here. I saw her. She was making phone. 
are preaching. She will go out. Somebody say, hey, the chairman is watching you now. Keep your phone. They leave me. Chairman cannot disturb me. I say, the day chairman will disturb you, we see. So I'm going out and coming. She, I say, your daughter never liked Jesus one bit. So you don't expect Jesus to cover her. And I told the mother, I say, even the devil does not know your daughter. I can promise you. I say, use your brain. Sit this girl down and speak to her and tell her that she's going to bring a disgrace to the family. She refused to repent. Stop saying the devil. Some of you, the devil does not know your house. Does not even tell you, I'm not there. Is you? It's you. When I was running away from you, you are running towards me. So we are just blaming the devil. And it's not the devil that is doing you. You are the one doing the devil. And at the end, you are accusing the devil of the one doing you. I said, has your daughter whether she wants to give her life to Christ. The only way out of trouble is to give your life to Christ. And some are found never to give their life to that Christ. So what do you expect them to have? Crisis and shame. Crisis and shame. I tell you, this is the way. You say, eh, eh, I don't like that Jesus something. It's like Swagby. I say, eh, follow your own way now. Follow your own way. If you want Jesus to save you, you must give yourself to him. With your mind. With your mind. Not that we are following, we are forcing you to be in church. With your mind. You make up your mind. Our last born, Uncle Kwen, we are forcing him to give his life to Christ. He will run. Run away from fellowship. Run away from the house. Go for night uh, parade. He will run. But one day, he met the Lord. And he said, now I am ready. They have been forcing me at home. I'm ready now to give my life to Christ. With his mind, he gave his life to Christ. And when he go back home, he announced to our senior brother, now I am changing you. I gave my life to Christ now. And our brother laughed. He said, hey, he said, I'm determined this time around. And ever since that time, he never joined them again. He changed. Because I know some of you will say, if God wants me to be born again, I will just be born again. I said, it's God that doesn't save me. God will not do anything without your mind. Your glory will not come without your determination. Do you know some people are poor because they want to be poor? And I say, ah, how would somebody want to be poor? I say, yes. Some people don't hate poverty. Oh. They don't hate poverty. They, if, when they want to discuss anything about finance or money or there's an article or money or something, they will not even read it. I was in the library for years. In the middle column of Punch and Tribune, there's money article. Money wisdom. How to increase your saving. How to, there's a particular man that used to write it there. When they give me that paper, every morning, they first give me the paper before they do captioning. That is the aspect I will read to expand my mind on money issues. And I will go around to see what my staff are reading. That particular story that I talking about money, not many want to read it. He said, "Run, you go one pa. You run, you run one sorrow. Money, money. Tomo mawa, you go your bati money lowo. Bugu ele yo lowo. Ejiniya. Because bugu yon kolo fe lowo. Not many people actually hate poverty. Not many people hate poverty. Without your mind, God will not give you glory. You have to enlarge your capacity to think. And the day you make up your mind that you want to think." To enlarge your mindset, glory and honor will come upon you. Because without thinking, 
you cannot enjoy glory and honor. Glory and honor belongs to thinkers that have a large capacity. Number three. Number three thing that guarantee glory and honor is by speaking for greatness. Speaking for greatness. Matthew chapter 5, verse 15 and 16. No one light a candle and put it under a bushel. But you cause that light to shine. What does that mean? If you know what I know, you don't keep quiet. You confess it. You say it out. I am crowned with glory and honor. You confess positively. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket. How many of you believe that your heart has been lighted this morning? Mm-hmm. That you don't, don't close your mouth. Don't close your mouth. And you don't use your mouth to shine. Use your mouth to say good things to yourself. I am going up. The part of the jaws is like a shining light that shines higher. You don't let your mouth say yaga yaga. You use your mouth to say good things, not, not gossip. You use your mouth. Because your heart is lighted, your mouth must be full of glory and light. Then the glory and honor of God will come upon you. When you see a man talk, you know the product of his heart. Every man bring out from his heart treasures, both good and bad. If you're a good man inside, good word will come out of your mouth at all times. If you're a bad person, bad word will come out of your mouth. And by the word of your mouth, you'll be justified. If the word of your mouth is not leading to glory, they will remove glory from you, even if you have glory. Are you hearing me now? So if you are talking as somebody <laughs> that is not talking something greatness, glory, good, they will say this one, this glory does not befit him. When your material just shamu, mama, enu, enue, asham, sham, sham, sham. So you must speak at all times for greatness. You must not allow anybody to cover your glory. Once your spirit mind is lighted, your mouth must speak accordingly. Number chapter 14, verse 28. As I hear them say in my hearing, that's what I shall do unto them. You keep on saying it. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 11. So shall my word be. It shall not go out and come back for it. He said, it shall water the heart. What does God mean? Anytime you want a miracle, you say it first, then you have it. Somebody hearing me now. You must be a talking Christian for you to enjoy glory. So say to them, as I live, says the Lord, just as was spoken in my hearing, so I will do unto you. Put on Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8 to 11. Quickly, quickly, quickly. So that you see now, all these quiet people, uh, you are not talking. That's what makes you to be fading. The day you begin to speak, you will see manifestation of result. You will see glory all around you. My thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. Are you following? Verse 9, we are going to 11. Quickly. For as the heavens are higher than the heart, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Verse 10. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the heart, and make it bring forth and bud, that may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Verse 11. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall, it shall not return to me for it, but it shall accomplish that I please, and it shall prosper in the thing that I send it. What does that mean? You must be speaking the word. Echo the word out. It will come back with the results. Are you hearing me now? I am not poor. I am blessed. I am crowned with glory and honor. 
the favor of God is upon me. I can never be limited in life. You have to be saying it before you become it. I'm teaching you now so that whether you are at home or you are with me in the office or you are going for counseling, don't let anybody force you to say evil word. Evil word, careless word, they are not by mistake. They eventually have results. Speak life. I will not die prematurely. I won't die before my time. I will see the result of my labor and my soul will be satisfied. Don't say, if I will die, let me die. You just die with that and they forget about you. Use your mouth to say good things. Anyone that wants good life must use his mouth to say good things about life. Must suppose shoot me. Can you say shoot? Kilo shoot me. Kilo shoot Talk to yourself and encourage yourself and speak life. Speak life to your body. Speak life to your work. Speak life to your system. Say good word. It is well. God is on the throne. All things work together for good. God is with you something. Miracle is about to happen. Another door is opening. God. Fill your life with positive word. And the word will come back with accomplishment. The word will prosper in your mouth when you decide to use it rightly. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. You must be filled with the Holy Spirit and confess positively. You know, what I see is that when we come to church like this, you all listen. And I begin to talk and talk. When you get under the tree, become quiet. You now begin to talk your own. Show the bear, Nisha. We sent all the contract in Nigeria. Let's take your long relay. Let's take my borrow pass on by me. I got a poison. Our guard, you must see. Tell it, I have a Who told you that? Keep deceiving yourself. It is what you speak that you will harvest. Stop exaggerating problem. Simplify it. Begin to speak life where you want to be. And you will get there. Are you get, I am excited. I am moving up. Do you know in the office I told you, I told them one day, I said, you want to promote me to the person of principal librarian and you lock up my paper? Are you not afraid I'm the one that will employ you tomorrow? I was talking to my seniors. Only one was my junior day. I said, don't you see ministers of God in Nigeria establishing universities? Don't you know I'm capable of owning a university? I was not looking like it when I said it. Somebody said to me, I said, I didn't know. was not even in my plan. But when you speak something out, angel will bring it your way. Before, because you want somebody to feel good, you are cursing yourself. You are not going home. You are going home. You are going home. That's why you end up being poor. Anybody that will make you say negative things, walk away from him. Anytime I go to my God, that time, he will want me to be confessing bad things. You see, even churches, you see, how poor people don't know church. You go see anything. Church is discouraging. Just because it's my God to agree with him. Yeah, I'll tell Ah. I was coming to God warn me. Stop confirming his negative word. Stood against his word. And tell him it's a lie. God is moving in church. Money is in church. Miracle is in church. Blessing is in church. Say never you confirm his word. If you confirm his word, that's what you will see. I said, thank you, sir. Sorry, sir. The next day I was in his office. He said, eh. I said, not our church. 
great people, big money, big surprises. All of them dancing with joy and giving to the Lord. Our church members are not stingy. They have a lot of money. We are bought by... He said, eh? Are you sure? I said, yes! Plenty money! He called me the next day. I said, full of joy. Atmosphere of peace. I started confessing positive things and he stopped telling me negative story. I stopped. I only say what I want to say. What I want to see. And that's what I see. I don't care about how you look. What I care about is what God has said. And that's what I'm going to say. At all times. And that's what will come to pass. And that is why I will become unstoppable. Unstoppable people will talk what they want. They will fix their eyes on where they are going and they will get there. My mentor every Sam said, God told him, if you speak my word and people do not want to follow you, I will bring people from other states. They will come to Lagos and say they want to worship with you because of your word. Don't say what they want you to say. Say my word. He said the church was very few. And he started saying positive thing. Good word. And before you know it, boom. If you want to radiate in glory, you must not allow your mouth to curse you. My prayer is that your mouth will not curse you in Jesus' name. Okay, let's read one more. Exodus 7, 1 to 2. And we are rounding up. Exodus chapter 1, chapter 7, verse 1 and 2. Exodus chapter 7, verse 1 and 2. If somebody remove you from your throne, that is your fault. It's not my fault, though. It is your fault. Exodus chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. Let's read it together. 1, 2, 3, go. So the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you as God to Pharaoh, and your brother shall be your prophet. Verse 2. Verse 2. You shall speak all that I command you, and Aaron your brother shall tell Pharaoh to send the children of Israel out of his land. What does that mean? I make you as God in the land. You will speak and I will perform the miracle. Somebody say amen. You do say amen very well. You are like God over every problem. When you speak, God will confirm it. That is how to have dominion. You speak it. God said, let there be light and there was light. God said, let there be three, and there was three. Everything hears the voice of God. Even the hear that we are breathing hears. John 3, 7. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. The wind go where it listed, and you hear the sand thereof. You must sand. You must be a sand Christian for you to enjoy glory and honor. I have made you as God. Speak as God. Speak loudly. Speak what you want. What we decree will come to pass. That's on your feet. That's on your feet. That's on your feet. That's on your feet. Raise your hands to heaven. I will not be limited in life. I am moving higher. I don't care what is happening, but I know my life is moving upward. I'm not moving downward. If your mouth is not talking now, that's your problem. If God gives you the power to talk and you are not talking, that is your problem. Open your mouth and decree. My life is getting better. The part of the just is getting better, getting higher. I'm moving from one glory to another glory. In the name of Jesus, me, I will not be limited in life. 
and open your mouth and say it. If you are not praying, that's your problem. If you are praying, you are receiving results. Open your mouth and decree. Decree and declare that what God wants for you is what you are going to enjoy. In the name of Jesus. That's what you are going to enjoy. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Use your hands to heaven. Say, Father, baptize my head with new thinking. Lord, increase my capacity to think better and to think higher. In the mighty name of Jesus, enlarge my coasts. Lord, expand my territory. In the name of Jesus, go ahead and pray for expansion. Some people are not even praying because they don't know the meaning of praying for expansion. Lord, expand my boundaries. Expand my dwelling place. Increase me. Increase my capacity. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, enlarge my coast. In the name of Jesus, enlarge my coast. 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 Pray, 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 pray. Very well for yourself. Open your mouth and pray. Say, I hate poverty. Lord, enlarge my coast. In the mighty name of Jesus, I don't want anybody to mock me. Lord, enlarge. If you are not praying now, something's wrong with you. If you are not praying, don't blame me later. Enlarge my coast. Don't let me be small. Lord, enlarge my coast. Lord, enlarge my coast. Lord, enlarge my coast. Lord, enlarge my coast. In the name of Jesus. Father, enlarge my coast. Lord, enlarge my coast. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Genesis 24, 35. And the Lord God had blessed my master greatly. May the Lord bless you greatly. Amen. How many want to be great in this house? Are you sure you want to be great? How many people will be great in this house tomorrow? When we are talking about great people in this church, are you going to be great? Say, I'm going to be great. He said, the Lord has blessed my master greatly and he has become great. That's how greatness comes. The Lord will bless you. Then you will become great. The Lord blessed Isaac and he became a great man that the Philistine envy. The Lord did what? Bless him. Because it is the blessing of the Lord that make a man rich and does not have sorrow to it. When the Lord bless you, you become great. There is no one that God bless that will become small. All this, uh, Lord bless me, square square that you are saying, it's not bless you. The blessing of God that come upon you will make you a great personality. Stand up on your feet, wherever you are. Everybody stand up. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, bless me and make me great in life. Open your mouth and say it well. If you will not be a beggar, Lord bless me and make me great. The Lord bless my master greatly and he has become great. God has given him flocks and hearts, sleeve and gold, male and face. Lord bless, don't let me be a beggar. I don't want to be a beggar in life. You have crowned me with glory and honor. Bless me greatly and make me great. In the name of Jesus. You better pray that prayer. There's a blessing that comes from the Lord. That make a man great. That make a man great. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Open your eyes. God will give you supernatural access to his blessing. 
How many of you want access? Access means open door, easy way out to the blessing of God. Raise your right hand to heaven. Say, faith in my heart. Let it open doors for me. Pray that prayer for yourself. The faith that I have in my heart, let it open door. Some people say they have faith and they don't have any blessing to sow. Lord, the faith that I have, let it open door. When I exercise my own faith, let it produce results. All this poverty showing up. I don't want to show poverty. I want to show the reward of faith. The faith that I have, let it produce results in my life. The faith that I have, let it produce works, results in my life. The faith that I have, let it produce results. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Open your eyes now again. Raise your right hand to heaven. I know it's not everybody that have what I'm saying. No. The presence of God in my life. Let it produce testimony in my life. So that we know I'm not just following you. Say, Father, your presence in my life. Let it produce results. In the name of Jesus. Somebody is praying. You are praying very well. I'm not just carrying Bible. That I have God. I have God. What do you have to show for having God? What do you have to show? Mountain must keep like ram. The presence of God that I have, let it produce result in my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we are praying. Open your eyes. Are you loved by the Lord? Are you sure? Are you special to God? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. If you are born again, you are a special child of God. You have been accepted into the beloved. Ephesians 1 verse 6. If God loves you, you are his beloved. If you are his beloved, you must be blessed. You can't say you are the beloved of God and one cockroach is terrorizing you. God take care of his own. God is not a wicked God. He will, if you are the apple of his eye, he will protect you. He will bless you. He will fend for you. He will create way for you. Pleasant surprise will happen to you. If you are the beloved of God, you will enjoy God. The way we they force you is that you serve another person's God. They will force you. Because if you if you are sure that God loves you, Jesus says, I do the will of the Father because the Father loves me. Jesus keep talking about God's love towards him. And he was not hiding it. I do what pleases him all the time because he loves me. When God loves you and you are sure that God loves you, following God will not be difficult. Following God will not be a choice. I know he loves me. I don't want to disappoint him. I love my children and they know. And they don't want to disappoint me at all times. And that's why they read. They do things I want them to do. Daddy loves us. And they love me. And they know what I love. And they want to do it at all times. My love for my children is producing results in their life. If God loves you, the love of God over your life must produce results. Can't be claiming that God loves you. And there's no result to show. Raise your hands to heaven. Father, because you love me, let your love make me an enviable person. I don't want anybody to pity me because you love me. How can somebody be pitying somebody you love because you love me? Because I'm your beloved. Let me be a life of envy. Let other people envy me. Because you love me. You love me and I'm special. You have made me special. Because you made me special. 
take good care of me. Don't let my enemy mock me. Don't let them say, yeah, yeah, me. Don't let me die prematurely. Because you love me. Protect me. How will they know that I'm beloved? If you don't take care of me. In the name of Jesus. I'm the apple of your eye. All those who are mocking me. All those who are saying negatively about me. Let them see your glory. Over my life. Because you love me. Because I'm special to you. Protect me and bless me. In the name, open your mouth and pray. You are not here to watch order. Don't make yourself a second class citizen. This is your father's house. Because you love me, I want to eat the fruit of my labor. Because you love me, I want to live a healthy life. Because you love me, Moferi, we are to In the name of Jesus, because you love me, I want to enjoy the fruit of the work of my hand. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. They say, this is the day of the good news. Jesus said, God has anointed me to preach good news. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Put it there. I must hear good news at all times. Because good news make me happy. Good news bring faith. Good news bring joy. Good news energize the body. This week, you will not hear any evil news. Yeah. We must, these are the days of what? Good news. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel, which is good news to the poor. He has sent me to hear the broken hearted. These are the days of good news. Put on 2 Kings 7 verse 9. These are the days of good news. I'm prophesying to the choir. This week we have good news. How many of you how many of you here actually love good news? You know why I'm asking you? They told me people don't like good news. Oh. My friend does say good news don't sell. It's bad news that you want. He said if there's one bad news, people will rush and purchase it. If I bring out somebody, I say, you're a witch. Somebody is doing you. Your somebody is doing you. Everybody will be here because they like bad news. If I preach, let's say the topic of our message today is I want to talk about how much God loves you. say, Pastor Thierry, because And they just saw around with They don't like good news. Look at what he says. Then they said to one another, we are not doing right. This day is a day of good news. Let me tell your neighbor, say, this day. Is a day of good news. Say this season is a season of good news. Open your mouth. Say this year is my year of good news. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, let your good news cover me everywhere from home, from abroad, from my children, from my brother, from my sister, from my family member. It is my season of good news. Good news guarantee arrest. No bad news for me. In the name, other people may have bad news. I will not receive bad news this year. In the name of Jesus, I have access to good news. This day is a day of good news. This year is a year of good news. This season is a season of good news. I receive good news everywhere. Concerning my children, concerning my family, everywhere good news for me. Le prete le chakapa kosotaya labatuse. 
I receive good news from every journey. Your wives, your husband, your family, your children, your school, your boss. Good news is my portion. So shall it be in Jesus' name. One good news is, one good news is, if you open your heart to God, God will accept you. No matter who you are, that is the wonderful good news anybody can hear. If you decide to make God your friend, God will become your friend. If you make up your mind that, ah, I want to be closer to God, God will also sumer. He will love you. One good news is, God is not in respect of anybody. If God can bless me, can bless anybody. If God can raise me from a mud house, he can raise anybody. If God can cram me with glory that I don't need to beg anybody for food, and I'm not afraid of saying the truth. God can do it for anybody. God can make you what he wants you to be. The only simple process is that open your ears to his good news and your life better forever. Close your eyes, everybody. Today is a day of good news. You must accept good news. If today you want to accept the good news of God into your heart, close your eyes, everybody. Raise your hands to heaven. Lord Jesus, I accept this good news into my heart. I love the message of good news. I want you to be my Lord and my personal Savior. Beginning from today, I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. If you have prayed that way, God has entered your life. You are now a new man. Everybody raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, I will not be an embarrassment to anybody. I will not walk in shame. I will walk in glory and honor in the name of Jesus. Wherever I go, the glory of the Lord will cover me. The honor of the Lord will cover me. Everybody will know that I'm named by the name of the Lord. Enough of shame. Enough of embarrassment. Enough of begging, enough of borrowing. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will not live a pitiable life. I will live a glorious life. Open your mouth and say those as you are saying it. I will not be begging for food. Once I was young, I'm not getting old. I've never seen the righteous suffer, nor in seed begging bread. I will not beg for bread. In the name of Jesus, God is on my side. Favor is on my side. Faith is on my side. If love is on my side, I am blessed forever. I will walk in glory at all time. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for this morning. We will all walk in glory. We will enjoy access to your blessing. We will enlarge our capacity. The word that will speak will come to pass. It will not fall to the ground. In future, we'll come back with our testimony. Thank you, Father. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. If you are blessed, come and shout hallelujah. Please be seated. God bless you. You are blessed.